Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This episode is brought to you by Kelly Corrigan Wonders. Have you ever wondered if knowing more is always good or if we can really trust our gut or maybe wondered how change actually happens? Well, when I have kind of big questions like these, I turn to Kelly Corrigan Wonders for answers. If you haven't heard of Kelly Corrigan before, she has written four New York Times bestselling books, and she was actually on this show last year to interview me, and it was one of my favorite episodes that we produced. Her weekly podcast, Kelly Corrigan Wonders, goes deep into conversations with people like Gretchen Rubin, Rain Wilson, Jen Hatmaker, and Kate Bowler about the number one driver of human happiness, meaningful connection to others, and how to get it. Kelly has a gift for sparking conversations that matter, ask great questions, and her show is such an enjoyable one to listen to. I'm so glad we have her in the podcasting world. Subscribe to Kelly Corrigan Wonders wherever you're listening now. Hi there, you are listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 270, a 2022 midsummer pep talk. Now, before I jump in, I just want to say real quick, I'm working on this episode, writing it while I am sitting at my local library. And there is a guy reading a book across from me and he keeps smiling and laughing at what he's reading. And y'all, I'm not sure there's much I love more than seeing someone enjoy their reading. It's just bringing me a lot of joy right now as I work on this episode and I wanted to tell you about it. Okay. So that's it. Rabbit trail over on that. I want us to do a quick little midsummer pep talk for the year of 2022 that just keeps outdoing its big brothers, 2020 and 2021. I'll tell you what. So personally, I have been feeling it lately. I have been feeling a little bit of everything almost all the time. And some days that little bit grows into a lot. I don't know what will bother me or what will make me happy. I don't know what I'll notice or care about or have the motivation to do. I don't know how my kids will wake up or what my husband might need. I don't know how I will respond when I discover that half of the container of strawberries that we just bought is moldy. I don't know who will send me a confrontational DM that sucks all my energy dry, what will happen in the world, or how or when I will learn of that news. I don't know who's going to call, who's going to need me, if the sniffles that we're feeling are actually COVID, if my hormones are going to put me on a different path than I expected on a specific day. I don't know if the electricity will go out because of one bolt of lightning during a short summer storm, which you guys, listen, I wrote as an example when I was working on this episode and then the actual next day before I'm recording this episode, like last night, several hours ago, our power went out because of a lightning strike from a summer storm. Guys, let me tell you that sleeping with the windows open in a southern summer, uh, it is quite an experience, one that I do not want to uh, repeat anytime soon. Um, but also the irony that that example that I wrote did in fact happen again, because it happened to us a few weeks ago, and then it happened again <laughs> hours ago. So 
What are you going to do? There are just so many things, so many things that can impact our day. And right now, it feels like the intensity of the sensory input that we're all getting is either like it's extra sharp and edgy, like everything feels heightened, or if everything doesn't feel heightened, it just swings the opposite way and everything just sort of feels really dull. Like we're just kind of walking through mist and muck, you know? Even joyful moments can do that, can swing one way or the other. They're either like extra sharp and precious and we're like, hold on to it. We don't get very many of these. Or it's really hazy. It's just really hard to exist right now, you guys. It's just, it is, at least it is for me. Summer by itself, like on its own, it already can give us a reason to see things differently, to see our lives differently. Life shifts enough for people, even if you don't have like a break from your job during the summer or you don't have kids and you don't need to care for them in the summer or whatever, you still feel the effects of summer. Like even when our lives look more or less the same in the summer as they do in other seasons, summer still feels different. And then if your life does change significantly in the summer because of a job or kids or whatever, it's like, whoa, not to mention the humidity and the constant shaving of body parts. If you choose to do that, it's just like a lot of things to manage. I also think it's kind of strange because even though there's a lot that is taken away in the summer, depending on your life stage, it also feels like there's so much extra, you know? We're chill, hanging out, but we're also navigating this unique season. We're dressing differently and cooking differently and working differently and just living differently. That aspect of summer, right? It, that personality of summer, it's really lovely. And we like that it's different and kind of free and spontaneous, but that also makes it harder to manage. It is more chill, but it is also way less predictable. And, and, not that we have to say this again, even though I'm about to, but we are still trying to figure out how to be people in this COVID world. There, there's going to be COVID for a long time. And even though it's less dire than it was a year or two ago, we're still trying to figure out how to exist in that, right? And then there's like airplanes and the price of food. It's like so many things. And then finally, I'm sure this is true no matter where you live, but if you live in America, there are like, there are so many things that are causing chaos in your own thinking, in your communities, in your newsfeed, in how you exist on the internet and in your home. There is just so much. And we are not meant to manage this much input. Now, I think we're kind of, I've tried to been, um, I've been trying to imagine this as like we're rocks. We are rocks that are slowly being reshaped by crashing waves. It takes a long time for those rocks to take their shape, right? But we feel the waves. We feel them each time. They don't cause a huge change with each wave, but we feel the huge wave. So we feel the waves and we are changing often for the better, you know, I think in this community, we're learning to be kinder to ourselves and to our people. We're gentler with our plans. You know, we're holding things more loosely. We're learning to do hard things like change our social patterns and have conversations with people we disagree with and still be kind. We're going to therapy. We're learning to be more emotionally intelligent. 
We're thinking more critically about our news sources. We're not as hard, hard on ourselves when we eat grilled cheese for dinner three days in a row because we know what matters most, right? We, are, we really are becoming more thoughtful and less flippant. I see that in this community. But y'all, all of that takes work. It takes work. And it's really slow, often grueling work. If you've ever gone to therapy, you know it sucks. It sucks so bad because it's so slow. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it really matters. You're just getting hit with waves and you're not seeing any difference. But also, once you're in it, you do know it's a gift. You know it's helpful, even though it's slow. So the irony is that we are overwhelmed in part because things are coming at us so quickly and continue to. But the way to navigate it is not quick at all. It is often small, but even those small movements, they take exceptional effort, especially with all that's happening around us in this season, okay? So I just want us all to remember that there is a lot to manage and to think about. There are a lot of things on our plates, even in the seemingly slower summer. There are people around us who are going through a similar situation of feeling everything more sharply or feeling extremely detached and dull about things, sometimes in the same day. We are all shifting in various ways, and it is very, very hard to be a person right now. I know all of this has recently been said a lot, and also this isn't very pep talky, this isn't very like positive, which I'm suddenly realizing, but I just want you to name and be kind to yourself about the thing that we say often, that this life doesn't usually feel very easy. Even when we put help and tools in place, life is hard and it feels like it's just getting harder. I do not ever remember having this many tough conversations, being this discouraged by current events, being this jaded about the direction of humanity, being so thirsty for real connection, whether in my own life or just observing it in other people. I, like, I am moved to tears by Stanley Tucci's description of tomatoes for crying out loud. Have y'all read or listened to his memoir, Taste? I'm listening to it right now. It has been like water in the desert. And I think part of it is it feels so simple. These words he has about how to cook sauce and uh, Sunday dinners and simple connections and gardens and around the table. I also think this is why I'm so drawn to Wendell Berry, even though all of my book words generally do not have anything remotely resembling Wendell Berry at all. I want things to be simpler. I feel this pull for fewer things, fewer possessions, fewer needs, fewer obligations, fewer relationships even, so that I can spend time on the ones I do have in a more intentional way, fewer screens, fewer patches of yard that are not used to grow food, fewer gadgets, fewer hours on the internet. I crave that simplicity and I emotionally respond to it when I see it. But most of our lives don't look like that, nor is that even the answer. My job is on the internet. I'm going to be on the internet. I also do not like getting dirt under my fingernails, nor do I like bugs. So gardening is not my thing. Like decidedly, it is not my thing. I love when my kids have screen time because they love it. And also it's one of the times that I get to read where I'm not constantly interrupted. 
I love my friendships and I wouldn't want to sacrifice any of them, even though my time feels thin. Y'all, I have been migrating this same list of six names of people in my life from week to week in my planner for weeks, months even. Six people that I want to get coffee or breakfast or lunch or something with and I still haven't. But I keep moving the names to the next week because being with those people matters. So much matters. But we have to be intentional about what we allow to matter all at once. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. This episode is sponsored by Wayfair. I love being home, especially now that my home reflects my style. No matter your style, Wayfair is your go-to destination for home decor. The Waberhood exists in every zip code because Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love and makes it easy with fast and free shipping. We just hung the Sabine metal curved oval mirror in our dining room, and it's like the room took a deep breath and suddenly feels like itself. To find your own happy place in the Waberhood, just visit Wayfair on their website or through the Wayfair mobile app. Wayfair, every style, every home. I feel like I'm rambling a bit, but I think the middle of summer, especially in 2022, in the couple of weeks where we have seen some major things like important hard-fought gun legislation pass, we have seen Roe overturned, which has added a lot of complication to a lot of our lives. We've seen Jalen Walker being shot 60 times by police officers in Akron, Ohio. So many other things. This is the time that we need to be reminded that we cannot do it all. We can't even care about it all at the same time. We can't. We can't play a game with our kid and figure out what's for dinner and do our jobs and figure out when we're going to clean the bathroom and hang out with that friend and volunteer with the organization that we love and make those calls and watch Stranger Things and fix that broken door and pay the bills and figure out how to not rage all the time. We just can't do it all. And even the triage of all the things is taking more out of us than we have the capacity for. So I want to remind you of a few few things, give you a little bit of encouragement as we finish this episode. First, be kind to yourself. It feels like a lot because it is a lot. And it's a lot for everybody. We're rubbing up against each other's anxieties and fears and joys all the time and more acutely than normal because of what's happening in our world and because of this weird summer season we're in. 
And that kind of adds to that feeling of everything being extra sharp or extra dull. You either either turn it all up or turn it all off. So be kind to yourself in that. Second, find things that bring you joy, that make you laugh, and that help you breathe. Notice those moments of joy that will otherwise get lost really quickly. The clouds in the sky that feel just like a little bit magical. The bright yellow sun hat you love wearing. The flowers at the farmer's market. Tomato sandwiches. Kids playing in sprinklers and laughing. Reading a book by the water. Notice the things that bring you joy. Also seek out things that make you laugh. You can listen to the audiobook. Uh, Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson. Hilarious and amazing. You can watch Middle Ditch and Shorts on Netflix. Tickle your kid and listen to that magical sound that they make. Go out for drinks with friends and share your most embarrassing moments to guarantee a laugh. We need to laugh. And find things that help you breathe. I remember in an episode that y'all love with Andy Kolber, she encouraged us to center ourselves by going outside and like touching a rock. And I gave her such a hard time about that because I'm tired of people telling me to touch grass and rocks and look at the sky. And yet those things help. I mean, I just told you to like be joyful about clouds, you know, those choices, they help us breathe in and out through your nose deeply. Also change your breath, make it faster Walk, run, do body pump, whatever. So find and notice things that bring you joy, that make you laugh, and that help you breathe. Third, maybe summer is the season to name what matters one day at a time. Even one morning or afternoon at a time. Our desire is to name what matters in big sweeping ways. But summer does not have a lot of big sweeping energy. Too many things are unpredictable. So try naming what matters one day at a time, intentionally. Some days you might need to turn off the news or the internet or the input for a few hours because that's what you need today. You didn't know that's what you needed today, but now that you know, pivot and make it matter. You don't have to like swear off Instagram for the next six months. Do it today. Or decide that for the next month, you're going to release your hold on what matters that day until you're in it. You're not even going to think about like, what are we going to do? This might not work for everybody. Obviously nothing does. But you might be uh, gripping so hard on what's coming down the road that you're missing today. So it could be that you're going to commit for a little while that at each meal, maybe, you take a deep breath and then you ask, What matters until the next meal? Start small. Help yourself triage all those things that are coming into your life by letting the specific necessary things go for a specific amount of time. You can't care about it all at once. And then finally, please let yourself experience your life the way that you need to. If someone else is having fun and laughing When you're in the pit of despair, neither of you are wrong. If someone else values different experiences than you do, 
and chooses to spend money on those things and you don't or can't, neither of you are wrong. We can all choose for ourselves and we don't have to judge or assess. That just adds to the input. That just adds to the triage. So let's all just exist as we need to, when we need to, and have gentleness for ourselves and each other in that. And then as a quick little bonus reminder, see if there's a little spot in your home or your schedule even that if you tidy it just a little bit, either literally or figuratively, it would cause you a pretty significant amount of peace. Summertime has a lot of entropy to it. So maybe there's just a little area that needs some attention. It's lacked attention. Give it a little and you'll have more peace of mind and space to be a person. That's just a little practical reminder for you. Not the whole house. Now don't do the whole house. No big black trash bag energy. Just one little area, one little area. And next week we're going to talk about how to fix summer dinner. Because that's a thing, right? I hope something in these words has helped you feel a little bit better, even about where you are in this exact moment listening. I know I say this all the time and it can feel a little silly because it's like also the name of a nail polish color, but I still mean it every time I say it. You're doing great. Now, before we go, let's celebrate the lazy genius of the week. This week, it's Julie Height who sent me this message on Instagram, which any of you can do. Uh, I love to get your lazy genius ideas and tips. Here's what Julie says. Hi, Kendra. I wanted to share a lazy genius tip. I have four little girls, ages two to nine. When the youngest three are in the bath, I clean the bathroom. Sometimes I can only do a quick wipe down. Other times I can deep clean. I can even get to the baseboards. The girls are safe and having fun and their bathroom stays clean consistently for the first time ever. My go-to products are Clorox wipes and disposable toilet bowl cleaners. Since I'm already in the bathroom and I have to be there for at least 15 minutes anyway, I have way more motivation to clean. All the best, Julie. Julie, this is so good. And I'm guessing that those go-to products you mentioned are already waiting for you in the bathroom whenever you're ready to clean. I love that the amount of cleanliness is not the goal here, but just starting small and doing whatever you're doing is, right? You've decided once that you'll clean the bathroom during bath time. You're batching tasks that happen in the bathroom, bath time with your girls and cleaning the actual room. You're starting small with whatever you can get done. You've also put everything in its place, namely the supplies that you need. I just love how simple this is, but also how it seems to have given you motivation and interest to do something that matters in a way that doesn't feel as much like a chore, just feels more doable. So this is so good. Thank you for sharing and congratulations on being the lazy genius of the week. Okay, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for buying my books, for listening to this podcast and sharing it with your people, for leaving reviews, for telling your friends. All of those choices you make, as small as they might seem to you, are enormous for me, and I am deeply grateful for them. Also, if you are local to Greensboro, I have a little bit of information for you. I'm going to be at the Greensboro Curb Market this Saturday. July 16th from 10 to 12, like in the morning. We're gonna do a Q&A. My local indie, Scuppernog Books, will be there selling copies of The Lazy Genius Kitchen, and I will take a photo or sign your book or whatever you'd like. And it's the farmer's market, so you can shop at the farmer's market, and then obviously it's very much free. 
I would love for you to come out. So again, that is Saturday, July 16th from 10 to 12 at the Greensboro Curb Market on Yanceyville Street. Not the big farmer's market off the highway, the smaller one across the street from the old baseball stadium. Okay, I hope you're able to come. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra. I'll see you next week.